She Moves, a podcast about real estate and friendship from She Moves Philly. I'm Britt McLaughlin. And I'm Brittany Nettles. And today we're sharing how we started She Moves Philly and the four things that we considered when forming our partnership. Yeah, so if you tuned in last episode, we were talking about how Brittany and I, you know, met and our path to real estate. But now we're going to talk to you about, you know, how we actually formed that partnership and some of the conversations we had during that time. And I think when you're talking about any kind of goal setting or making any kind of plans, you should really start with the why. Um, Simon Sinek is one of Brittany's... He's our favorite. (laughs) Favorite. My Uh, favorite. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, Brittany and I really dug into our whys. Um, We didn't want to do things just for the sake of doing them. I think that's like a common theme in my life. Like I just, I always want to know why we're doing something or what purpose does it serve because you just don't want to keep adding to the noise. Life is already noisy enough. So... Some of our whys were because we wanted to be able to leverage and have leverage so that we could live fulfilling lives. Um, In real estate, it's very easy, and in a lot of industries, to burn the candle at both ends. And um, and in real estate and when you're an entrepreneur, you actually wind up having like 10 arms to one candle that you're burning at the same time. So it's a bit stressful, but adding a partner creates leverage. It allowed us to... um, expand our business at a very rapid pace. It allowed us to create freedom and space to be able to think and plan and grow. And um, that was really our why. Um, Britt, do you have more to the why? Yeah, I mean, partnering with you just gave me and gave us like a greater vision, right? Which is all what you're mentioning, but it just helped solidify our vision of you know, why we're in this business, you know, who we want to cater to, which is, you know, virtually everybody, um, but who we want to be. And that became such a paramount component of She Moves Philly and us starting this team and ultimately company, which I think is really important. Um, I guess that leads us into the foundations of our business too, um, which we learned really early on were naturally already like pillars of our lives and in our DNA again. And, you know, hospitality, consistency, showing up, you know, the same every day, no matter if it's in your business or in your personal life at home with your family or with your friendships. Um, Transparency, honesty, these became just integral components of our brand. And I think that's what led us to become so successful on the partnership side but also on the professional end when growing our business. I think people respond to that really well because naturally, as human beings, they want to be in business with people they trust, right? And I think that we've been able to grow ourselves in our identity and brand because we show up consistently, um, you know, for the past five years and before, and of course, you know, in the future we will too. I think a lot of this um, is you kind of have to know who you are when you're getting into this stuff. And so if you aren't certain of yourself as, as a singular entity, it's really hard to have these conversations. And I think both of us, you know, we're always learning and growing, but having these conversations and you and I have some very deep, intimate, like friends have intimate conversations. We have intimate conversations, but we're also very um, honest with each other and very direct. And I think in any partnership, whether it's business 
or you know personal those bonds have to be truthful and honest and and really fierce right we talk about that all yep. the time they they yep. just have to be you can't we can't walk around on eggshells with each other and we can't because it, it would just be detrimental to our growth both professionally and personally so I, those four pillars um really translate into our business because we've lived them every day, right? Like that's that's really yeah. who we are to our core. So it's cool to see that translating into our business. Um, and kind of what I'm saying now also leads us to like making sure that we were on the same page was, was really, and still, right? Like we still have these conversations, but we constantly are doing like temperature checks with each other of like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Do you feel the same way? And you know what? We don't always agree, um, which is fine, but we respect each other enough to hear each other out and give the pros and cons of each thing. Um, you know, for us and Brittany, I, we talk about this now cause we're kind of through that part of our lives or part of our business. But when we first joined forces, we, you were kind of running solo and, um, trying to merge those two things into a business and come, you know, leave the solo business and form an actual business, um, was hard. It was hard figuring out who was going to do what, who was responsible for what. Um, and it wasn't because of the, you know, the lack of trust. Like mm-hmm. we both entered into this partnership with trust, um, as one of the key components of our business. But I think there's change. Change is hard for anybody. And you know, like we joke, like grandma nettles, like <laughs> I am very stubborn and I don't change my ways very quickly, although it might seem that way. Um, once I get into habit, like I'm really good at habits and I'm consistent there. And the change, the transition into partnership was a lot harder in retrospect um, than I think we both anticipated, but we worked through it. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that we always joke about, but we take very seriously is divorce is not an option, <laughs> no. right? And we've worked through some really like, you know, they weren't like excruciatingly hard, but I think oftentimes we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and also compromise and just come from curiosity which we say a lot and understand where each other is coming from and I think we've just gotten really good at that because it always goes back to we just respect each other and that's both in the business and as a a friendship you know and I think that's just helped us grow uh, year over year both as humans and friends and family almost and as business partners as well so just stepping back though and going back to the operating um, in a silo, yeah, that was difficult and change was hard, but I think the communication component and also, you know, just being open-minded and willing to take leaps of faith uh, is key within that world. And over time, we were able to correct it. And again, we'll get into a different episode because I think it deserves a much longer yeah. conversation than this. But, you know, we've definitely became each other's, you know, yin and yang, right? Mm-hmm. And we just go at things so differently and it's become so complimentary both to our team members within our team within She Moves Philly and to our brokerage too. I mean, there's a lot of value that we add there, but to our clients as well. So, you know, working with buyers and sellers, like, you know, we call each other saying, hey, like, are we looking at this the right way? Or am I like, you know, having a brain fart, right? I think the other day I called you about a really simple contract thing that like, duh, we should know this, have been doing it for so long. But we just like, we check ourselves, you know, in multiple aspects of our our relationships and business and so on and so forth. So 
Uh, with that said, we've definitely over time grown into a unit finally, and I really feel that way um, towards the end of 2020 and now, of course, in 2021. I think we're finally learning how to let go of some control, mm. which has been really challenging <laughs> for both really, of us. <laughs> oh my God, we're control freaks, and in a beautiful way, mm-hmm. you know, like we just take ownership and great pride in what we do, and sometimes it's really hard to let go of something that's so special to you, and that is your baby. I think this year is going to be a tremendous learning curve because we're always learning, but I think we're finally stepping into that that role that we want to be as as business owners and leaders. You know, I'm focusing more on sales and the marketing component while you're focusing more on the operational um, HR component, if you will. But together, like we, we touch all of that together. But I think like our brains are just geared in one direction more than the other. You know, I'm not a systems and operations person <laughs> and we all know that. And usually I just defer to, you know, what uh, you're thinking most times because you just think very critically. And that's just one thing that I, I really admire about you. But um, yeah, just confirming that we're, we're always on the same ta- page, just going back to the original Uh, item has been really paramount and key in the overall business development, but also, you know, just the success of our team. I I think um, just to kind of echo what you're saying, you know, with the the roles, because I think that was kind of what we're confirming are on the same page, but then really dividing, you know, division of of roles within the team. And and Mm -hmm. it, it just really worked out that we kind of had strong suits that we both really enjoyed and was a need on the team. Um, yeah. and within the company. So, and I also, um, think it's interesting because I think it helps us grow a lot faster, uh, because we rely on each other to be experts in our fields, right? Like I, yeah. I have some like marketing ideas once in a while or like, Hey, it'd be fun to do this. But like, I could not do that all the time. <laughs> like I just, I could not like, I, I like will get engaged on Instagram for like three days and then I'm burnt and I can't come up with another creative thing. So guys, sometimes Brit just screenshots my stuff and posts it, reposts <laughs> it as her own, but I mean, it's fine. You know, talk about not? the elephant in the room. No, I'm um, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. I mean, but I kid, I kid. It's, um, it's, it's kind of amazing what you do and I definitely could never do it. So I, I think it's, like the yin and yang you're talking about it's like it's crucial and I think because this episode we're talking about how we came to be it's important to share with people like those pieces because when you're trying to form a partnership you need to find someone that that kind of counterbalances you and that you that can hold you accountable too right like a lot of this is being accountability partners to each other and making sure that we are performing and doing the things that we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do them. And because I made that commitment to you, right. And you made that commitment to me. And, um, it's almost like a driving underlying driving force within our partnership, you know? Yeah. And I think it's also important to note too, like creating that, that, that space to also like that safe space to also like not be okay during like really hard times. For example, like I know that, you know, we ebb and flow kind of at the same time. Um, sometimes we're both down at the same time, maybe both baby at the same time up, but, um, you know, we have really hard days because of what we're doing. We're always expending energy and, you know, we're taking on a lot of weight and stress and, you know, having each other to just like talk about, like talk about your 
we'll call them problems, right? Or your stressors or like, dude, I'm just like not feeling okay today. Like having that person who just genuinely gets it, right? Like we're living, you know, similar lives differently, but we're living similar lives for the most part. And we know that we're understanding what each other is going through. And like having that not only accountability partner to like constantly just like cheer you on and champion you and support you, but having somebody to also just like not be okay with has been invaluable in just this business development because it's really hard some days and some days we just want to throw in the towel and you know question our sanity and like why the fuck are we doing this to ourselves because it's a lot and anybody in real estate will tell you like it's a 24 by 7 job and you know you're being pulled in several different directions and you're kind of an octopus with several tentacles right and it's exhausting and laborious but you know having that 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 support system in place and you know this past friday we went out and we just like had a brit day and we went and got lunch and we got new glasses at warby and we uh what else we do oh we went to go like update our phones just like kind of chores that we've been wanting to do for a little bit of time but we just took some time and gave ourselves permission to chill out and just talk you know we always end up talking about work but mostly talked about life and had a lot of laughs and we just like needed that reinvigoration day like and date and quality time with each other yeah to just take our mind off things for a little bit so all is to say just like yeah having the accountability is nice but also just like having that person in place who really understands what you're going through like you don't have that when you're going at things alone you yeah. know so yeah no you're, you're absolutely right um i yeah. think we were going to talk about um, some of the goals that we kind of set for ourselves and yeah so the goals you know when we first got started um Britt and I were pretty much doing the same volume you know I started 7 million doubled to 14 after that Britt and I joined forces and we were like let's double again so we've actually been doubling year over year we went from 14 to 30 really we went to like 29.9 but we're not mad about it at all <laughs> a little um, salty <laughs> Oh, so salty. And um, we get super competitive with ourselves. Mm. Um, And then, you know, 2020, the pandemic hit and, you know, we came to like a screeching halt for a minute. I was like, holy shit, did we just have like our best three years of our life Mm. and, you know, didn't even get to like fully appreciate it. And you kind of have that panic moment. But we just went into like full throttle and ended up closing, what, 50 million 200,000 in volume in 2020, which, you know, didn't double from 30. But in our eyes, it kind of did because our lofty goal was 60 and we were only 9,000 shy of it. Right. So, right. Nine. Am I doing math right? Um, Not quite, but that's okay. Not quite. No, no. (laughs) Nine million. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I need more coffee. (laughs) That's, that's the honest truth. I could sell real estate, but can't do math. Um, But yeah, we've doubled year over year. So, I mean, this year we want to hit that same goal because we're in, you know, refinement mode and we're hiring actively too. So while Britt and I are very much still in our business, we're working hard to work on it this year instead of working in it and now leveraging help and showing agents and buyers agents and just giving more back to the team instead of taking it all on ourselves because it's just not sustainable. Um, so this year's, you know, financial goal is 60 million again. We just want to hit that again and um, have a solid system and sustainable system in place. And one of my goals is my five-year plan. Uh, well, not five-year anymore. I guess I'm 26, so four-year plan. But I want to retire by 30. Um, I always say it kind of 
lightheartedly because sometimes I just don't take myself seriously. But at this rate, like I'm on my way there and, you know, I, I put it out into the universe and that's honestly a goal that I shared with Britt since day one and she kind of giggled. But, you know, um, retirement doesn't mean, you know, I'm just going to go live in Hawaii and just retire and not work at all. But just not having to show up as hard every day and being able to just show up as support and maybe take on other business ventures. Like I love entrepreneurship and showing up and getting creative every day. And I love working with people. Like that's why I love this business. It's not about the houses. It's about the people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, by 30, I really want to retire. And that's one of my personal goals on top of our team goals, financially getting us in a good place, being able to show up and support the team more. And then, of course, like giving back and f- pouring back into the team and fueling our agents and our admin more. So, yeah, it's funny because um, I definitely was like, what the hell when you said you wanted to be retired in five years? Because I was like, I'm 30. Well, I'm not retired. Like, you know, I definitely... Um, it took a while for me to hit my stride, but that's okay. Uh, I'm on fully on board for the five-year plan of retiring, so I'm just going to be older when it happens. Um, <laughs> be a little older than than thirty, but um, I love that keep goal. Keep you young, babe. Yeah, I keep you young. Uh, no, you're just age-wise, you're younger. <laughs> Everything know, else, know, you're older. I know. I know. <laughs> that's just true. Grandma nettles. Um, no, but I loved it. I loved it because it kind of reframed my thinking and, um, you know, kind of pushed me a little bit harder to think about like what that looks like and actually look at those numbers of like what it would take to retire in five years. And like that, that's really cool. And it helped push me a lot more and helped uh, get my butt in gear. So that was good. Um, one of the goals that you and I talked about and talk about all the time and it's you know I keep calling it a goal because it is a goal but maybe a little still more of a dream but I keep pushing it to be a goal is that why we're taking this time this year to really make sure that we have these systems and processes in place is because we want to expand right like and you have Mm -hmm. to breathe it into the universe and that's what we're doing so um, this year is really about getting those she moves Philly into a replicable place where we can just pick up the brand and drop it in another city and um, so that we can. You can go retire in Hawaii if you want or you can go, you I know. I have my eyes on the Rocky Mountains. I know. Either Colorado or Oregon, baby. Yeah, I know. Maybe and, Utah. And creating that, you know, you're working on the brand portion of it. I'm working on the operations portion of it to make sure that, like, there is a, there's a, tried and true method that we can literally just move anywhere and because we're at Keller Williams we can do that with ease and it's a really cool thing but really going through those goals and figuring those goals out was super instrumental to forming our partnership because we have to make sure we're aligned right like if you came in and said like you know what Britt I'm gonna make as much money as I can in a year and then bounce out I'm like well that's not a business like I wanted to have a business and um I think you know, if we've used dropped a little, a lot of little nuggets in here, like coming from curiosity, that's a Chris Mattioli um, thing. But I have Shout one out. about the business, and um, we really don't have a business if we have to be there every day for it to make money, right? Like, so that's yeah. what we're trying to get to: is the place where you and I can stop being in production um, and make sure that we have a team in place that that is so successful and can handle all that, so that we can step back and figure out what the next businesses and what the next growth for she moves philly is right and it's really cool to think about that and i'm excited about this year and how we're gonna get there so yeah and i think jumping off of that too is like we you always say like we're not an ass and seat kind of company you know we not only want this for ourselves this freedom and flexibility for ourselves but also for our team like 
for the most part, our admins can work from anywhere in the world for all we care, right? Like we want to in, um, encourage that kind of flexibility and work-life balance um, within the team, but we do have the ability to just kind of pick up and plop down in a different um, city because we do have the flexibility and the backbone of Keller Williams, um, shameless plug, but <laughs> also, you know, our brand and we can make that what we want. That's the beauty of you know, our, our team and our, our being able to live within Keller Williams, um, as you kind of just create your world. But, you know, I think it's also wrapping up the, the goals is like, none of this is accidental. Like this is all intentional and it's all required and extensive amount of planning and mapping and, you know, trial and error. And I think like, we didn't just arrive here, like accidentally right like we we spent a lot of time working on our business plan and learning what works and what doesn't so it's been you know not fully tried and tested but within us we just know that this is the 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 long-term play is having a sustainable and replicable brand that we can move into other cities to allow us to live the life that we want to um you know the accidental part was me and you meeting you know it's the only accidental thing that kind of happened and it was kind of you know serendipitous because you know we accidentally had complementary like strengths and strong suits and we've played off that but everything else since then has been intentional and if there's one thing that we can recommend it's just either create your vision board and know where you want to be because there's no such you, you can do anything that you tr- truly put your mind to and I, I fully believe in that as cliche and cheesy as it sounds um, you know and just keep planning and strategically and you know go big but go specific too because knowing what you need to get to retirement at 30 is really important <laughs> you know so just keep doing those exercises yeah I think a lot of what you and I do and it's definitely like a model that I mean because we're at Kelly Williams and honestly one of the best educations uh, real estate companies that's out there mm-hmm. educational platforms but um, they always have you start with the goal and then break that down right and that's that's really all we're doing is we're starting with this number or this this vision and a goal and go okay well if we want to be in other cities what do we need to do to get there and then we break it down into these micro little iterations and we don't just stick with that, right? We try it. And if it's not right, we tweak it and we try again and we tweak and try again. And I think that's the hardest thing that people, they, they kind of feel like they have a path and then that's it. They can't change. And a lot of this is like, we're learning and growing. Both of us have business degrees, but like running a business and getting a business degree are so different. And, you know, like we have little tidbits from that education that we apply, but it doesn't apply to today's world. You know, I graduated college nope. in 2008. Like, business principles that were being taught then were for these big, you know, corporations. Like, I'm not a corporation. We deal with people. We deal with people every day from all different types uh, and walks of lives. And trying to create a business that represents all of them and can service all of them is difficult. And I think that being malleable and revisiting these are why um, really helps set the stage for how we get there, how we get to the goals, you know? Yeah. And it's not easy. I know that me and you both have to like nail each other down. Like I feel like it's really easy to like spend time together, but getting strategic requires a lot of energy. And like when you're just like sucked into work every day, like you're kind of brain dead. And sometimes it like, it's really hard to just like 
you know, yeah. put the energy into planning, but it's it's so worth it and can't stress it enough. Um, planning really is key. And just, you know, being specific, going wide and working back ro- backwards from there, mm-hmm. you'll thank yourself in five years. That's right? another so. uh, Chris Mattioli-ism where you have to work on your business mm-hmm. while being in your business, right? So in real estate, like we have all these transactions that are going on, but like, if we only focused on those transactions, we would never grow. So we have to be there and simultaneously be working on the business. So I guess that's my tip is that you have to, you know, you have to keep working on the business and keep growing the business so that you can have a business. Yeah. And I think like one more and then we'll like wrap it up. I really think we could spend like the next six hours talking about this, but you know, you have to inspect before you expect and I don't know where I heard that from but like I heard that one time and I was like oh it's so true because when you're when you like actually understand the mechanics and the dynamics of things and the nuances more importantly you now can have expectations and now know how something operates and can understand like how to troubleshoot or problem solve a little bit more quickly and nimbly so definitely inspect before you expect because it's just going to give you more leverage in the long run and just like competency, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, my final tip. <laughs> All right. Well, we talked about a lot there. I think it's going to take people a while to digest that. But on our next episode, we're going to have our first guest speaker on the show. Our attorney, mm-hmm. Stefan's going to join us and he's going to break down how Um, to structure an operating agreement and to how to form a partnership. So from the legal aspect, we told you everything that we did getting there. So yes, so we'll we'll dive into the the details, you know, that the devil is in the details. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at She Moves Philly. We're also on Facebook, She Moves Philly. Or you can email us at team at She Moves Philly if you have any additional uh, personal questions. Uh, So thanks for listening. And before we sign off, we do want to share a few ahas from the week. That's something that we want to get into, kind of like have a little aha corner, Um, you know, ranging from maybe a podcast that we listened to or a book that we read or a conversation that we had, experience, what have you. Um, but Britt and I will share a few from this week. So B, you want to start? Yeah. I mean, you kind of stole mine during the episode, but that's cool. So (laughs) I was going to, it was a preview. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I was going to share with you guys that, um, we had a Brit day. Um, we call it B and B day, like similar to R and R, but it's Brit and Brit day. (laughs) And we just had ourselves a day. And sometimes it's hard to give ourselves that permission to, to actually turn off. Um, Brittany and I can tell you many of times where we're on vacation or we're at family events and we're still on our phone, um, answering emails, answering texts, taking calls because this business doesn't stop. But the one thing that happens when we wind up hanging out together is that we give each other the permission to turn off completely. So it was just a really wonderful, like two hours, which isn't a long time, but it was enough. And it felt good to just get recharged and reset and, um, to just be, with each other and um, to just be, you know, not having obligations. It was really nice. So um, my aha from that is that give yourself the permission to take off and to truly take off. If you're checking your phone and emails and Instagram and you're stressed about not working or you're stressed about not checking in, then you're not actually relaxing. So you need to learn how to fully detach from that stuff. So yeah. And like talk about like therapy, right? Like, um, one little thing and then I'll hop over to mine but you know I talked about it with my therapist once like 
even if you're like physically not, you know, right next to your laptop, responding to emails, taking phone calls, like if you're responding to a text message or taking a phone call, like even while you're out to lunch, like that's still an energy transfer Mm -hmm. and it's still not allowing you to fully relax. So I talked about it with my therapist, like even social media is draining now these days. And I find myself not even wanting to like blog, right. Or post. And she's like, that's okay. Like it's still an energy transfer and it's still, you know, draining you. So even if you're not recharge your battery, even if you're not checking, like even if you're just stressing about checking, <laughs> like yeah, that's which, all the time, right? Yeah. 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 Which we do about work all the time. Remember mm-hmm. that thing? Like we need to do a do, but like it's maybe nine o'clock and there's nothing we could do about it. Right. Like until mm-hmm. the next day, I think training and retraining and untraining and retraining, like your brain is so key. Um, so yeah, give yourself permission to turn off. I'm with you B. And then my aha for the week, um, There's a book that I read, actually, Jack Barry gave it to me when he was mentoring me. It's called Fierce Conversations. It's by Susan Scott. And if you, you know, drive frequently, then download the Audible. Um, But if you're an avid reader, get the book for sure. Um, But it's helped me grow as a business person in my business and also just in my personal life. I show up more fiercely in my business than I do my personal life. Um, So it's sometimes more difficult to have conversations around things that are just sensitive for me. But this book has been so critical in my overall just like growth and I can't recommend it enough. And just the aha was that we gave it to our admin this week and she got it, didn't actually fully read it, but she's already passing the baton and the book to another admin in our team who um, will eventually benefit it from it as well. And I thought that was just so beautiful because just here we all are, here we are all empowering one another. And I think like, like making that um, a part of our culture is really important. And the fact that that just transfer happened was just so beautiful and just a testament that what we're doing is working. So it was just like a small little occurrence that was just, I really appreciated and was very neat to see. So if you have time or when you have time, please, please, please check out Fierce Conversations. Um, not sponsored yet, um, <laughs> but definitely check it out by Susan Scott. It's a, it's a good book. So Yeah, that's a good one. I like, um, I think we tend to, obviously I'm the more like direct person on the team and, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes that's hard to digest. And I, I think like that the Fierce Conversations kind of, retrains everyone and gives them mm-hmm. the space to be able to talk and like share and mm-hmm. i think i can't wait to see the growth that our team has from reading it just like you did so i think it's really cool thanks for sharing mm-hmm. B. you're welcome so thanks for tagging along this week and we will see you on the next episode <laughs>